Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mommy Chronicles with Denise Davis May and Tanya Scott Williams, your partners in raising phenomenal children. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mommy Chronicles. I'm Denise Davis May. And I am Tanya Scott Williams. And we are excited about being here with you today. And uh, we have so much to talk about with the weather changing and some updates in your vehicles and talking about how to manage it. And so we know that it's, it's happened to you. Uh, at least once in your life where you've stuck the key into your ignition and nothing. That's right. No sound, no turnover of the engine, or you left home late uh, one night from, from work and and you um, find that your brand spanking new car has a flat tire mm-hmm. and, and there's not anyone around to help you change it or you don't know how to change it. Uh, with all the advances in automotive technology, we tend to get a little... Um, comfortable, and um, they don't, though, that technology does not stop or prevent common uh, occurrences like flat tires, a basic car trouble, or batteries dying, and so we want to talk about whether or not you have the skills. Can you jumpstart your own uh, car if the battery dies? Do you know how to fix a flat? Um, without calling uh, for any kind of roadside assistance, um, think about it before you get behind the wheel again, uh, whether you have the basic knowledge to manage some of those challenges. And we're going to talk today and listen to um, some basic tips to help you get from point A, B, and sometimes C uh, mm-hmm. with some confidence. Mm-hmm. We've, um, you know, we sometimes get our show topics from our lived experiences, of course, <laughs> And uh, you're right, with the weather changes, and especially this time of year with people traveling, Mm -hmm. you know, more and more of us are hitting the road alone. Mm -hmm. And we don't always think to go by, you know, the auto shop just to make sure that everything's in good good working order. And recently, um, a sister uh, was dropping off her child someplace, and she had a flat tire. Somebody flagged her down and said, you know, your tire's flat. And she said, um, when I pulled up to see if she needed any help, if she needed a ride someplace or whatnot, and she was on the phone with I don't know who, but I heard her say to the person that she didn't, she didn't even know where the, the spare tire was in her car. It was a new car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, what if she were, you know, on the interstate someplace or, Lord knows, some backcountry road, you know, what would she do? What would I do? Mm-hmm. And I've just recently started to get to know my car again because <laughs> God knows the Jeep, bless its heart, it's had some <laughs> It ha- it's had some stresses, but I've actually taken the time to listen and to remember some of the things that my husband's told me. But then I started to take ownership of it, right? And I thought, well, would I know how to change my tire? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. so I started thinking about this and then remembering the story of the sister from, I think she's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Her name is Patrice Banks, and she started this auto, this girl's auto clinic, mm-hmm. which I, would, I wish that there were one here because you can get your hair done, you can get your nails done while they're working on your car. And they also teach um, basic automotive repair services. Uh, they've got educational resources, car care workshops. And it's it's all um, centered around the fact that most women are, many women Mm -hmm. are uncomfortable with the whole prospect of having to deal with a mechanic, Mm -hmm. having to even think about these things. Um, So 
we got together and we thought we'd come up with a show. And I had an opportunity to go talk to someone in the auto business mm-hmm. at uh, a local shop. And his, um, we had this interview here, so we'll give a listen to that. So, yeah, I'm here at Pet Boys on Malcolm Drive in East Montgomery, and I'm talking to Gerald Washington, and he's the manager uh, at this site. And he was nice enough to come outside to give me some pointers that I could, we could all share with the audience about what women need to be mindful of, uh, especially as we're traveling, whether we're going long distances or short trips uh, in our cars, maybe um, things we need to have for emergencies, if we have a flat tire or if our battery doesn't start. Gerald, thank you so much for talking to us today. You're welcome. All right. So, as I said, uh, the topic of our show is emergency preparedness, emergency roadside mm-hmm. preparedness, especially for women. And I know you guys are hearing a lot of traffic noise because we're standing outside, but I think that adds to the show. But can you tell us some things, some basic things, maybe three things that women need to have in their cars when they're traveling um, so that if they have an emergency that pops up, not an accident, though, but something that happens, the car won't start, you get a flat tire, what are some suggestions that you have? Make sure you have some jumper cables in your car. Some vehicles now coming with jumper cables. Make sure you have the, the uh, aid kit for emergency in case something happens. Make sure you have a good jack for the vehicle so it can be jacked up when it's on the side of the road for safety purposes. Okay, very good. So, and that's good to know that some cars do come with that. But um, also knowing where your uh, manual in is in the car so that you'll know what to do if you should have those situations happen. And what about inflating tires? I mean, how often should you check to make sure that your tires are, are properly inflated? You should have your tires properly inflated once a week. And that's, that's, that's on any vehicle. You need to have them checked once a week. Okay. And every women on a vehicle, you, when you do purchase one, you definitely need to read the manual. The manual has a lot of good information in there on, uh, on uh, talking about your particular vehicle. Okay. Well, you know, that's news to me. I didn't know you were supposed to have your, your tires checked at least um, once a week. So then how do you do that? Um, do you, uh, I know that I sometimes have a little gauge in the car. Do you, can you just pull into a service station and have it done, or what, do you, what are your thoughts? That's why I would recommend just come to the nearest shop that you, who you trust to have your vehicle checked out when you're going on long trips or just once a week on your tires and your, and your fluids. Okay, is that is there a fee for that, or is that a courtesy um, feature? Absolutely free, which is a courtesy to pet boys to do for you. Okay, great. Well, here's another thing. Um, how do you, does pet boys, or do you know of any shops that teach people how to use the jumper cables? I mean, what's the proper way to... Okay, so we're not sure what happened to the rest of our story, but, um, hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Well, we have technical problems. That's yes. why we're always prepared with the finger to hit the, <laughs> the next thing, but. Did you, did you press? I did. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so right. we, we, are, we are hopeful that um, folks think through how to manage. I think he gave some really good tips, mm-hmm. um, checking your, uh, making sure that you have jumper cables, knowing how to use them because it's more dangerous to use them incorrectly mm. um, than, mm. than correctly. So knowing how to use them, and I think going to any of these um, auto supply stores, the chain stores, they will typically show you how to use your jumper cables if you haven't had someone already teach you to do so. Um, The jack, having a jack, most cars now purchased new do come with a jack. It's important to know where you place the jack on the base of your car because you can do a lot of damage Mm -hmm. if you don't place the jack in the appropriate space. You can Mm -hmm. bend your frame. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so it's important to know um, where uh, to actually adhere the jack to your vehicle. Um, a first aid kit he mentioned, again, if your car didn't come with one or if you're driving an older car, going either going and getting a pre-made first aid kit um, from any of the uh, super box stores, uh, they can range from $5 to, you know, $25. Exactly. Or you can make your own, you know, throwing in an, an ice pack, some Band-Aids, some burn cream, um, uh, Someone said, you know, having um, water um, yes, in your snacks. in your vehicle, a couple of snacks, a blanket. Mm -hmm. um, in the event that you do have a problem, you get stopped along the side of the road, and it takes a while for emergency uh, response to come. At least if it's cold, you'll have a, a way to stay warm. Um, it's important to check. Um, I, I called my husband, who um, many of you know, um, his family um, owns an auto body repair shop, and he's exceptionally technically savvy as it relates to automobiles. And um, he suggested that newer cars, anything um, really 10 years or younger, typically has a really good gauge system for the minor things. So tire pressure, um, oil levels, transmission functioning, um, general engine functioning, and he said to pay attention to them and not to ignore the, those, those um, lights when they come on. You know, people have the light come on and they just keep rolling. Um, and he said it could be that you have uh, um, another 100 miles or you might have another mile. So you, it's important to pay attention to those um, warning signals. Uh, speaking of those warning lights, um, in my car, because I do have an older car, don't have these fancy ones like y'all got, <laughs> But I do have the lights that come on, and uh, my husband told me to take it into one of the auto body shops mm -hmm. and let them hook it up to that little device. Mm -hmm. And I went uh, yesterday, because I was out getting this interview with this young man at Pet Boys, but I stopped by Advanced Auto Parts, and they have an, an instrument called the OBD2 scanner. Mm -hmm. And um, it is a courtesy. You just roll in, ask them to plug it in, and for me, I had the check engine light that had come on, and it turns out that my gas cap was not tight. Mm -hmm. So the fumes were coming out of the gas, uh, the, the section back there of the car, and it showed up as an engine uh, problem. I would have thought, oh my gosh, my car is about to shut down. Mm -hmm. Well, they scanned it and said, no, you got to tighten your gas cap. So mm -hmm. she went back, back there and did that. And I asked if that was something that they sold, and she said, yes, you can buy one. It costs like $200. I said, okay, never mind. I'll just pop <laughs> in here every now and then for you all to check it for me. But mm -hmm. there is a smaller version that doesn't give you the exact, it doesn't spell out everything. It gives you a code. She says it is less expensive. Um, when you get the code, you can just go online and uh, look up what the, um, the code says, and mm -hmm. it will give you the same information. So, you know, for those who want to buy one and have it in their car, then mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's a great convenience. But it's something that I didn't know existed before mm -hmm. and that gave me a whole lot more confidence. Now I don't just panic when that check engine light comes on because mm -hmm. it could be something as minor as the gas cap mm -hmm. not being closed. But the important piece is to pay attention to it. I know particularly as you prepare your kids to, to get out and, and to manage cars, both of us now have drivers and and um, I'm, in fact, I'm going uh, to, to change all the tires on the car that she doesn't know that she's going to be driving because oh. she's not driving mine. Um, and, and to make sure that everything, tire depth, um, is important. You know, making sure that, that the, the, what is it called, the tread, the tread yeah. on, your, on your tires are sufficient. And it's especially important in areas where there's a lot of rain mm. um, or snow. Uh, it, it's, it's unsafe 
to, to drive with, with tires that are not um, up to par. Um, you have to uh, think about, um, I asked my husband about, about understanding tires. We have a friend who very recently had a repetitive um, tire issues where she had a blowout at yeah. one point, and um, and he said, you know, typically you can hear um, your tires, and she said she heard the noise um, for about a week or so before um, the tire blowout, and he indicated that if your tire is vibrating, that's a sign of something, and right. it, it, it could be that it's not balanced, it could be that they need to be rotated, it, it, it could be that um, there is some um, uneven wearing, um, but it's it's important to get them checked if you hear noise exactly. coming from your, your tires. Um, he indicated that having um, your tires rotated and balanced um, uh, anywhere from uh, typically from around every 5,000 uh, miles is important to, to maintain your tires for any given period of time. Um, he also suggested that with um, oil, um, having your oil changed every uh, 5,000 miles for newer cars and every 3,000 miles for older cars because they just don't have, um, their, I guess the oil doesn't burn as efficiently in older cars because it will maintain the life of your engine. Oh, that's, that's true. He said if you change your oil and change it regularly, many of the problems that we see people having, you won't ever have, mm -hmm. um, particularly with the cars that are under 15 years old. It's just changing the oil um, and keeping your car um, lubricated is, oh, is important. I am a living witness to that. My mm -hmm. husband has kept the oil changed in this car from the time we got it, and that's why I'm still able to drive it today. It's been well-maintained. Now, it had some major repairs that needed to be done, but she's an old car. Mm -hmm. You know, kinds of things you expect it, but it's never been something as basic as we're having problems because, you know, oil buildup and all mm -hmm. the gook that goes along with that. Nope, every so often he gets out there, he checks it and makes sure everything's running fine. And, mm -hmm. you know, now I'm doing that. I mm -hmm. like to get under the hood mm -hmm. out there with Ooh. my daughter. We're under the hood. <laughs> you know, I actually I had an issue with the tail light once, and so I had to go through the whole process of taking that thing off and putting the new light in. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to say I didn't exactly want to do it, right? But he told me that I needed to learn how to do it. And he's, he's absolutely right about that. I mean, I've just been looking at things differently these days and have had to look at things differently. And I'll admit I feel a little more empowered about it. I'm not so concerned when I get on the road. And it doesn't hurt to have AAA to be able to call. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. But, I mean, just think if I didn't, my phone died and I didn't have a signal. Shoot, I can get out there and take care of myself. <laughs> I have I have been really really spoiled um, mm -hmm. because I you know I remember a time where I would um, you know kind of um, get out and check my oil I don't think I've checked my oil I don't mm -hmm. know in the last Girl. fifteen years maybe um, I, I, I my my father um, and my uncles made sure that we had some knowledge of of automobile maintenance. Um, I never, I've never changed a tire. Um, I've always had AAA, um, so I've never changed a tire. I've never um, had to change oil or anything of that nature. And when I married my husband, I just, I think I just like, okay, oh, Be because he, yes. because he mm -hmm. does so much. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes it, it becomes a little overwhelming for him because I'm like, um, <laughs> <laughs> that light came on. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was like that with uh, my husband, too. Or I'll like, call mm -hmm. him. I've, I've called my husband from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
ran over a, a nail or something, and yeah. and I um, called him, and he said, um, call AAA. First of all, we pay for they the service. They call me back. <laughs> and I, I thought it was a nail in the tire, but I'm like, there's a nail in the tire. <laughs> You're 400 miles away. What am I supposed to do? To, to to pay attention mm-hmm. um, and to teach your children to pay attention. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that um, parents begin to show their children, like minor maintenance um, uh, tasks mm-hmm. related to cars, particularly if they're going to be driving back and forth to school. Yes. They need to know how to respond. Everyone needs to know how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. I know how to. I've watched someone do it. <laughs> so I know how to now. Oh, my. <laughs> I know how to, um, and I, I. It's important to know how to change your oil. It's um, but nowadays changing oil is so inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, in in a, just in any kind of shop, some of the big box stores do it mm-hmm. fairly cheaply. Oh yeah. Um, so it's you know that's maybe a task, and unless you are really strapped. Um, it doesn't make sense really doing it yourself. You know, you have someone who can do it. They also check a couple of other things when they're changing your oil. Um, and so using those big box stores for that kind of maintenance um, probably makes sense. Or if you have a great small auto, locally owned auto uh, shop that you can utilize, someone you trust, um, it's a challenge for women um, because, you know, frankly, Folks, some mechanics are not as trustworthy. I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, if if, if our soundbite had been able to play all the way through, he actually addresses that. I say for a, for a lot of us, you know, we we know for the most part when we pull up to some of these places, we feel as if we're being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And that actually happened to me several times before I married my husband. There was this auto shop that I depended on. I, they were always so nice to me. I would roll in and th- they were courteous and, you know, uh, I, I felt as if I was getting a good deal. I was being treated. But when, I, when I was engaged to my husband and he went m- with me to the shop and he heard the guy describe something going on with the car, he said, what is that? Mm-hmm. He said, he's just making this up. This, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was shocked because for two years I'd been using them and they had been gouging me because mm-hmm. I would keep my receipts and stuff. And he, would look, he said, what was that? What were you paying for? Mm-hmm. Well, I had no idea, but these were people who knew that I didn't know a whole lot about cars because everything that I knew about cars I had to teach myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found them, I thought they were doing a good service, but it turns out they weren't. So he actually addressed that in the in the interview, and which is basically what you said. You've got to find somebody that you trust. Mm-hmm. And he said, get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't feel pressed to have to stay there just because, you know, they said it's your, I don't know, your ignition, I don't know, switch that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to cost you anything to get it towed. Well, it is going to cost you something well, to get it, it towed. Well, it depends. It uh, depends. To go to someplace else mm-hmm. to find out. You would be better served to do that mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, um, it is true that there are people who do try to take advantage of women, and that's one of the reasons I think that Patrice Banks started Girls Auto Clinic. And I suggest that you go to that website, girlsautoclinic.com. No, they're not here locally, but... Uh, she has a great example of what it means for us to learn these things because we are traveling, you know, longer distances more. Our daughters are traveling. My precious one drove herself to school today. (laughs) Yes, I sat there, and I hemmed and hawed as to whether I should let her do it, but she did. I walked outside and watched her drive off in her daddy's big old car, and I was like, you know, she's going to be all right. Yeah. 
you know, we have to let, you know, he's yeah, faster to let, let her go, go than, than, than I am. Mm-hmm. Now, I had my reasons for slowing this whole process down mm-hmm. because I wanted to be confident that she'd be able to do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a lot can happen between the house and the school, right? It can. But, it can. And that's why her but father's you, you been preparing her. her. You, you take some time to, yeah. to prepare her to do it, and she has some knowledge about how that's to respond right. to emergencies. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to think about those. Um, we have to think about how kids respond. You know, I'm thinking about our, our friend Katanga and the blowout. Yeah. Um, I've been in a car where there was a blowout, and, you know, you don't know what's going on when it happens. Mm. And if it's, if it's audible... Mm. It's loud. It sounds like something exploding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so even preparing them um, with what to do, we were driving um, on Sunday, and a, 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 tra- a truck with a trailer pulled in front of my child who was driving. Uh, mm. <laughs> and and um, she, was, she was gone about 60. It was a rural road, and they just pulled out. Mm. And, and I didn't feel her slow down. <laughs> and I was like, I'm brave. <laughs> Did you say it that calmly? Yeah, the first time. I said, <laughs> I said, break, break, break. <laughs> okay. And and because anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, accidents, what kinds of, of information do they need in the event that they get yes. into an accident? Very good Making point. sure that there is. Now, I've read two takes on this. One is to not leave, like, your insurance information and registration information in the car. Hmm. Um, that's really relevant, I think, for more urban places where people are, where people might steal vehicles, and then if they've stolen it and all of your identifying oh, information see. is in the vehicle, then they have an easier time of changing right. registrations right. and that kind of thing. Hmm. But in, in our community where car theft is not, um, and, and it, you know, car theft happens here, right. but it, it's not a huge issue. Right. Um, and so making sure that when your kids are getting in the car, they have access to all of them, even if it has to be copies that they keep um, in, a, in a folder or some kind of document holder Absolutely. in their purses or knapsacks. Um, they need to know that. They need to be able, they need to know who to call. Um, don't call me first. Right. Mm. Um, call the police first, then call me. Exactly. And that is even a challenge. Mm-hmm. I was sharing this with a friend, and she said, well, I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> about calling the police first. Right? We need to think about the safety of, of our kids and what that means if they call the police first. Mm-hmm. And what do they do when the police get, get there right. and if they have an accident? I just said this to my child the other day. Um, I did say call the police first, then call me. But, I mean, don't wait till they show up. You call, then you call me and Daddy right away. Mm-hmm. And then I said if you have an accident and there's someone else involved, you know, don't feel pressed to have a conversation with mm-hmm. them. Don't first have of all, any conversation. Yeah, you don't, you're a minor, first mm-hmm. of all, right? Mm-hmm. And don't sign anything mm-hmm. until you, you know, have your parents there. And it's okay, you know, don't feel pressured, but these are things they need to be aware of mm-hmm. because in a situation like that, they may feel pressured to respond and they may find themselves in a situation that they can't get out of mm-hmm. or it'll be mm-hmm. difficult, to get, mm-hmm. difficult to get out of later. Right. Um, right. But So I didn't hear that part about not keeping the information in the, gl- in the mm-hmm. glove box. So mm-hmm. that's a good point, though. Yeah, and, and again, I think it's relevant for spaces where there are more car thefts than maybe we experience right. in this, this part of, of Alabama. Um, and so, yes, uh, so there again, there are two takes to that. Sure. Either keeping your documents in your car, which is what I grew up doing mm-hmm. and, and still do, or having 
having some sort of document holder that you keep on your person in your purse and your knapsack um, so that they have access to that immediately um, and and making sure that you check that that you make sure it's up to date yes. um, in the area that I live in periodically we have um, we have a uh, road uh, blocks oh. um, yeah and and so really um, like checkpoints oh yeah yeah. Oh my. And oh. and so I and I I switch back and forth between a couple of or a few vehicles. And so I um didn't change out my insurance card. <laughs> you know, well, you know how you get them in the mail and you don't open them. You just right. kind you know, I'm just being paid. Why would I even open it? Right. And I pulled it out and I was like, "Oh lord." Cuz you know, you have time to pull your stuff out before they get to you. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, "Oh, Jesus, I'm going to jail." Cuz I <laughs> Um, oh but all he gosh. did was look at it and hand it back to me. But it could have been someone else who was more detailed yeah. and might have questioned whether or not that insurance was valid. So making sure every periodically, every three months, you know, just kind of check. And mm-hmm. I think that that falls in line sort of what was what my husband said about even your tire pressure. You know, he he suggested that um, the tire pressure changes with the weather so that it inflates in the summer. That makes sense, right, right. with the heat. Mm-hmm. So you might have a change, but definitely in the winter it will deflate. And so I don't know if, if you out, you all out there have noticed, particularly if you have a car that has a tire, um, electronic tire gauge, um, when the weather drops and you come out to your car in the morning, you might see a tire warning because the uh, tires have deflated and so it may seem as if your tires are low or it might be uneven. Mm -hmm. But making sure that you check the weight. I've had a problem where I was traveling with one of my really close friends and we knew the tire was low, but we didn't know how much was supposed to be in the tire. (laughs) Right? You can see that on the tread. I learned that. that Well, well, it's, it's... it's not just on the tread because every car has a different weight. So you look in the door oh. of your of your the door jam, and it will tell you the weight that you need to have in each tire for that particular car. Right, okay, very good. And so because you know a heavier car, I mean, you just need to make sure that it's appropriate for that car. So we're just pumping, 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 <laughs> and um, that's the experience I had with the blowout. And so we were pumping, <laughs> and and didn't know that it was only supposed to have 32. We were pumping and put touching, pumping and touching, waiting for it to you know kind of ride. Right, right. We didn't know what we were doing, and um, got on the road. We were just riding, and just it just blew mm. because we didn't know. Um, the guy said we had put like 41. The, the tire that didn't blow out that we had also filled up had 41 pounds in it. It was supposed to have 32. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. So he released almost the air from the other one, and he had to replace with the the spare, which happened to be a full size spare. Um, um, the the one that blew out. Oh, speaking of the tire, if you if you don't have a blowout, which is you have to have that totally replaced. Mm-hmm. Just say when you called from Mississippi mm-hmm. with that nail in mm-hmm. in the in the car in the tire in the repair. tire. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, you keep fix a flat in mm-hmm. your in your car. I keep some fix a flat two containers in my little gray Rubbermaid tub. In fact, a Rubbermaid tub in the back of your car should be your emergency go to area. Mm-hmm. Put everything in one place. The things you described earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so fix a flat will help. Mm-hmm. If you can't get to AAA. You mm-hmm. can't call your husband to drive 400 miles to Mississippi to change a tire. 
fryer, then put that fix a flat on there. It doesn't take a whole lot to get that done. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, keep that along with the other things that you mentioned mm -hmm. also. Um, I remember the sister from State, the young lady that I told you that I, her car wouldn't start when mm -hmm. I was sitting out there about to go in and meet with you, mm -hmm. and she, uh, I asked if she needed a ride, if she was okay. She said, no, ma'am, I'm fine. Sister went to the back of her car, got her, this, I think this thing is called a Stanley, it's a jump-it kit. Mm -hmm. I took a picture of it. I'll put it on the site. Mm -hmm. um, but she attached it to her battery. Mm -hmm. She gave herself a jump off, and she called her family member, whoever, and told them to meet her at the shop because mm -hmm. she said, I'd have to go take my car in. Mm -hmm. But she was ready. That inspired me. Mm -hmm. So keep that in your Rubbermaid container in the back of your car mm -hmm. with the other stuff. So, again, we have fix a flat. Um, a first aid kit is important, one that is either pre-made or one that you make up yourself. Um, one of the important uh, things that need to be in that first aid kit is burn cream. Okay. That's one of the injuries that folks get during um, any kind of, of, of major car uh, malfunction, you know, people, you know, uh, incorrectly oh, yeah. jumping a battery, oh, yeah. okay. people putting their hands. Um, in, in the engine, um, you know, when, when cars, when uh, it, it overflows or anything, yeah. right, wow. um, the, um, the uh, jump, it kit. jump it kit, jump it kit, uh, which is sold at, I've seen them at a couple of the major box stores, mm -hmm. they range from about 40 to $60, exactly. depending on um, where you get them from, um, making sure you have a jack and that you know where the jack is supposed to be adhered to your car, um, uh, jumper cable, um, and I think that's, 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 that's it. about it. So we want y'all to be safe, you know, have a safe uh, holiday. Uh, we're going to be back with you right before uh, the Christmas holidays to talk about Kwanzaa. Yes. So y'all will join us then. Um, we are so appreciative of you all. And, and we've seen, uh, hey, Queen, Queena, um, hey, uh, uh, Charles. Um, I saw Nels Ruiz, my homeboy, earlier. And so we're going to keep on um, checking with y'all. Thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for listening to The Mommy Chronicles with Denise Davis-May and Tanya Scott-Williams. Listen anytime on blogtalkradio.com backslash mommy chronicles. Do you have a show idea you'd like to share with us? Well, send it to us on Facebook, on Twitter, or email it to mommychronicles2014 at gmail.com. The Mommy Chronicles, your partners in raising phenomenal children.